I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday and it is December the 7th. I hope you're having a great day. We're glad to have you with us on the radio, 95.9 FM. And those that are joining us on the radio app and on the podcast, we welcome you. And those who are watching today on Facebook and YouTube, thank you for being with us. I hope you are having a good day as well. We're uh, looking forward to a great service tonight. Of course, it's Wednesday and uh, Wednesday is our midweek uh, prayer meeting, Bible study. We have our teen ministry, Teens on Target. We have our kids ministry, our master clubs, all uh, meeting tonight at 7 o'clock. And tonight we'll have a little bit shorter service. And then after the service, we'll have our annual business meeting. Now, we don't have a lot of uh, long business meetings. We don't really, truth is, we don't have a lot of business meetings. Uh, but this is the one every year we have where we go over uh, the report from 2022, from the, the previous year, and uh, the, the expenses and the finances. And then we present our uh, proposed budget for the next year. And so we'll do all of that tonight. And we're looking forward to a great service. We had great chapel services this morning at the school, and I enjoyed getting to be there for that. Uh, I didn't do a whole lot this morning. Actually, it kind of was kind of nice. I just got to enjoy it. But um, I started the services, and then Brother Nathan did most of the uh, song leading, and then Brother Dan did the preaching in the services, and we had a wonderful time. And we we're so blessed with our students, and I thank God for Victory Christian Academy. It's hard to believe we are getting close to Christmas break. This I feel like this uh, this year has flown by, and uh, we're thankful for the students that God has given us. And uh, we thank the Lord for our teachers and just for that ministry and what a blessing it is. I hope you'll be in prayer for Sunday, Sunday morning. Um, Sunday school starts at 10 o'clock, morning service at 11, and then Sunday night, 6 o'clock, is our Christmas cantata. Our adult choir will be singing several songs. The uh, children's choir will be singing a song. Uh, we have some special groups that will be singing, the instrumentalists. It's going to be a great time, 6 o'clock Sunday night here at Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids. And uh, invite somebody to come. Uh, invite This be a great opportunity to invite a friend or a neighbor uh, or a coworker. And you say, well, they've got another church they go to. Well, a lot of folks don't go to church on Sunday night. Now, we do. Uh, but a lot of folks that say, well, I go to church somewhere else, they would come with you on a Sunday night to hear a Christmas cantata. And so that may be a good opportunity to invite somebody to come. And uh, there will be a, a Bible message. It won't be a long message, but it'll be a Bible message. And we'll have a great time of singing. And it'll be a wonderful service Sunday night. Happy birthday today to Nathan Anderton. I uh, got to see Nathan today at the school. Hope you have a great day. And then a happy birthday today to Teresa Lewis. And happy birthday to Judy Mabry. I hope you folks have a great day and uh, may God bless you on your birthday. Let's pray for our church. 
Now pray for our school, pray for all of our ministries, pray for our missionaries, and let's pray for one another. Those who are sick, those who are going through health issues, and those going through uh, chemo and radiation, those uh, are going up, going for follow-up appointments. We got some that are in rehab. Let's pray for those, and uh, let's pray for one another. Here's a great song, and I want you to hear this song with all the many miracles, and then after this song, we'll get into our Bible study in Psalm 119. Jordan and take the land Not to worry about the giants they would face But when the spies returned To tell the others what they had learned They said for us to win there's just no way Still two of them trusted God Caleb and Joshua They said, children, don't believe what you have heard We know we're outmanned by far They're much bigger than we are But let's not forget just who it is we serve With all the many miracles you think it's possible with all the many things we've seen why do you think it's just a dream with all the things he's done for us don't you think it's time we trust remember what is possible with all the many Time 
Amen. That's a great song. That's a good song. We've heard it before, but with all the many miracles. Don't ever forget all the miracles that God has done. I've been preaching uh, on Sunday mornings. I've been going through the book of Nehemiah. I'm going to take a little break, uh, of course, with Christmas, and then I just have a few more things to touch on in Nehemiah. We're not quite done, but we're getting close. But one of the things in Nehemiah chapter 9 is it gives a history of the nation of Israel. It talks about the things that uh, that they experienced and the, the wonders. It uses that word, the wonders, the miracles, the mighty acts of God. And it talks about how soon they forgot and uh, how soon they disobeyed and they rebelled and they hardened uh, their neck against God and they became stubborn and rebellious and so sad. But yet that's, that's where we are today. It seems like we see all that God has done, but so quickly we forget and uh, we act as if God is not able, or we, we give up, or we throw in the towel so quickly. Uh, but just keep on believing, keep on trusting. Uh, with God, all things are possible. He promised the children of Israel that they would go into the land. It was the promised land, and uh, they disregarded God's promises. Don't disregard the promises that God has made to you, and God has made to me. His Word is filled uh, with His precious promises. I hope you'll cling to those promises today. Psalm 119, verse number 57, uh, we saw uh, Monday and Tuesday, we saw uh, the portion. David says, God is my portion. Verse number 57, David made a promise. He said, I have said that I would keep thy words. He, he made a commitment. He made a vow to God. But I want you to see today in verse number 58, David says, I entreated thy favor with my whole heart. Be merciful unto me according to thy word. Now, we have the privilege today, of course, to know that we can come boldly before the throne of grace uh, and we can obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. In Bible days, uh, a, uh, a person would go before a king and that was a very uh, intimidating uh, act that was a very uh, a very scary thing to do because if you went before the king and the king did not call you, uh, for instance, in the book of Esther, that's a great example. Esther, she was the queen, but she said, if I go into the king and he hasn't called me, if he does not hold out his royal scepter to to me, she said I could be killed. I could lose my life for going to the king, uh, bothering the king without being summoned, without being called in. And so that would be very scary. Can you imagine if you had something very urgent and you had to talk to a king about it and you said, I, I, I want to talk to him. I need to talk to him, but I can't talk to him. I don't know what he's going to say. I don't know what he's going to do. And, and so David here uses a phrase or uses a, a word uh, that we use for prayer. And it has the idea of praying, but it's even much greater than that. He says, I entreated thy favor with my whole heart. Now the word entreat uh, is a word that means to beseech, means to pray, but it has the idea in that process of begging and in that process of beseeching, it has the idea of actually becoming sick, 
literally being so grieved because of the uncertainty or because of the, the urgency or because of the, the dire situation that you are in and knowing you've got to talk to the king. David is saying here that he entreated. He, he was begging to the point that he was almost sick. He was, he was literally, he was, he was feeling grieved so much, so, so troubled because he so desperately needed the favor of God. David begged God for his favor. He begged God for his blessing. Now, there are some prayers that we pray that I think if we're honest, we're kind of casual about, and we've all, we, we're all, we all do that. But there are some prayers that we pray where we are desperate. There are some prayers that we, we pray that we are so serious. We've got to have an answer from God. I'm reminded of a story my father-in-law told, and he pastored, my, my wife's dad, he pastored in Washington, Iowa for 37, 38 years there in the cornfields, tiny little town. Uh, he and his wife, they moved from North Carolina, uh, Walkertown over near Winston-Salem, Walkertown, North Carolina. They moved to Iowa. There, was, uh, there were five families there that had bought an old uh, a church building on the town square, and he went there to pastor. And he had a good, uh, a good group of people, a solid group, not a big group, but there was a, it was a good group of people. And he got there. And he talks about being there in the Midwest. And he talks about, uh, and the people in the Midwest, they are a lot more reserved. And, and it's not like in the South. I was telling somebody the other day, uh, who was, I forget who I was talking to. I was talking to a pastor friend. And I was talking about how that uh, in the South, Really, everybody goes to church, or most people do, or they at least belong to a church. That's not always the case in the Midwest. I remember many times, I remember knocking on doors and talking to people, and, no, I don't go to church. Do you have a church home? No, I don't have a church home. And it just was almost a, a, just more of a culture, not, and that's a bad thing. That's not a good thing. I'm just saying that, that that's the way it is. Now, I think if you go to church every Sunday, that's a good thing. Uh, you ought to get something out of it, you know, and you ought to, it ought to impact your life. We don't just go to church just because it's the thing to do. We go to church because we want to worship God. We want God to speak to us. But I remember my father-in-law, he, he told me this story, and this was uh, years and years and years ago. But he said, I got to the church, and he said, I, uh, we were trying. He said, I was preaching. <laughs> he said he preached a whole, whole sermon on the Amen Bible. He said, I was so desperate. He said, I was, I was telling people I would pay them a quarter for every amen they said. And uh, he said when he got done preaching, I think he said he had to pay a dollar and 75 cents or something. It was something crazy. Like he couldn't even, he was trying to get amens and he couldn't get them. It was just, it was dead. And he just felt like that things were just not going. And they were trying, he was preaching. They were soul winning. They were trying to reach people. And he said, I began to pray. And I prayed that God would allow our church to grow. And I prayed that God would do something. And I prayed that we'd see revival. And I prayed that we'd see soul saved. And he said, I prayed so much that God would bless our church. And he said this. He said, I got to the point where I was, uh, he said, I was losing weight. He said, I couldn't sleep. Uh, he said, it just, it consumed me. He said, I, I was so, so desperate for God to do something. And uh, it's interesting. By the way, that's the way sometimes we need to pray. Uh, we need to pray with that idea of entreating. Off to finish the story, Pastor Brown said this. He said, he said, God, God answered that prayer, but before God answered that prayer, God asked me the question. He said, he said, son, he said, why does the church need to grow? And that was a very sobering question. That was a very revealing question. Because for Pastor Brown, he said, my answer was, he said, it doesn't have to grow for me. Uh, 
it doesn't have to grow so that I'll get the glory or so that people will think I'm a great pastor or a great preacher. But he said, Lord, I want it to grow for your glory. I want it to grow so that people can be saved and people can be reached and Jesus Christ will be glorified. And he said, when that was the answer, he said, God allowed that church to grow. And it was, and it has been, it still is a miracle church there in the cornfields of Iowa, a town of uh, 6,000 people. And uh, they have, uh, uh, they reach, they, they send buses up to an hour away, all directions around them. Uh, this very week, they're having a live animal Christmas play. They've done it now for 40 years, I guess, or more. And uh, every, every year they have that Christmas play and it grows. They have multiple showings. Uh, many times in those showings, they'll have 6,000 people come over the course of a weekend and come and, and see that Christmas play and hear the gospel. They have every year, they have hundreds of people saved within just a few days' time from the gospel that is presented. Well, can I tell you something? That came, I believe, as, an, as a result of, to an answer to prayer. There was a man that prayed. He entreated God. He begged God. And God answered that prayer. I don't know what your prayer is today. I don't know what you need from God. But let's get serious and uh, let's not be so casual in our prayers. Uh, Lord, uh, bless me. Give me a good day. Amen. And there's nothing wrong with, with praying that, but that can't be the extent of your prayer life. There needs to be some prayer with passion and with seriousness and humility. And David said this. He said, uh, verse 58, I entreated thy favor. He said, God, I'm begging you for your blessing. And I hope today you'll beg God for his blessing upon your life upon your family, please pray and beg that God would do a work in this church. Why? Uh, so that we can uh, pat ourselves on the back? Absolutely not. But so that Jesus Christ can be glorified and so that souls can be saved uh, before it's too late. Hope you have a great day. We look forward to seeing you tonight at 7 o'clock for our prayer meeting, Bible study. If you cannot be here, I hope you join us online. Our business meeting will not be online, but the service will be. And I hope you have a great day. God bless you. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.